Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the host of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of of wine. wine. And this week we are talking living out loud, how to confidently be yourself on social media. And we have an awesome guest, Teffi Pessoa, to join us in the convo. Yes, to discuss all things social media stardom. Yes. And uh, how to show up authentically and confidently in a world where it's kind of hard to, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's really hard to be yourself and, and be vulnerable on, on social media. And yes. she does such a great job of it. Yes, she does. So let's actually introduce our, our drink of the day. Oh, yes, maybe? our drink of the day. Yes. Natalie, what are we drinking? We are drinking <laughs> the 2017, now I don't know if this is how to say it, Flaneur. Oh, I have Flaneur. no idea. I could never tell you. It sounds very fancy. 2017 Flaneur Pinot, and it's from Willamette Valley in Oregon. And you know, I, I love an Oregon Pinot. Yes, I really I do. do. Okay, wait, let me take a sip of this. Yeah, take a little sippy. Let me take a little sip. I'm going to take one too. Mmm. Ooh. Very fun. You know who I think this was very mm. fun? Taffy. And I feel like we should introduce yes, her. Yes, we should. So wait, let's talk about why we chose this topic. Yes. Well, I think that, like, we, you know, we grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. and there was something that really no previous generation has ever experienced before, which was full-time access to the internet and the rise of social media. Yeah, and we're, you know what, we're not like Gen Z. Unfortunately, we are millennials. Yes. And so, like, we aren't as accustomed to social media as they are. I mean, like, my sisters are 12 and 13, and this is, like, you know, their second language, where I feel like we still have to try to learn how to use it, you know? Yeah, well, then, and also, we never had this whole thing with, you know, we have... There's pretty filters. There's yeah. there's Facetune. There's all this stuff that like we never had. I, iPhones didn't even come out until we were in high school. Yeah, yeah. So you know, younger kids they have it's a completely different game. And I think it's important to kind of acknowledge what it's like to be on social media and to be yourself and to not be a- afraid because yeah. it's, it's a scary place to be on the internet. Oh yeah, for sure. And Teffy does such a great job about talking about self love and like being authentically herself. So I feel like she's such the perfect person, but I feel like we should intro Teffy before we bring her on so everybody knows what a wonderful person she is and all the great things she's doing. Yeah, so Teffy, you guys probably know her uh, if you're on TikTok oh, ever. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen her at Hello Teffy. <laughs> um, but she uh, was born in Miami. She worked wardrobe styling after high school until she moved to New York in 2013 where she worked in PR and marketing which I did you as did well. That I too. literally did exactly that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in 2019, she joined Dreams, which was a live TV startup, and she hosted a daily pop culture show that streams on YouTube, and it gained almost 100,000 subscribers in its first few months. Wow. Which is just a testament to sh- you know how showing up authentically can really bring attract people, attract a good audience. Yeah. You know? And she started that show with her best friend Molly, who is the head writer and producer, but. Unfortunately, because of the this panty that we right, find ourselves in, mm-hmm. she's been quarantined <laughs> at home, putting out TikTok content that gains thousands of views within minutes of going up. And she also has a podcast with her best friend called Kepena. Kepena, which means how how embarrassing? How embarrassing? How embarrassing? <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. So wait, let's bring Teffy on. First of all, you look amazing. Second of all, we were literally talking before this saying how we have not worn makeup yeah. in who knows how long. We, and so we, this is this is a moment for us. Yes. In general. I usually I love have it. like this. Um, you're saying every like two weeks when we record this, um, yeah. we put makeup on. It's the best. It's the best thing ever. Like, yes, because then you kind of look at yourself and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like that's me? Is this me? I'm I look at it. So before I'm like, oh my God, Gollum, straight up. <laughs> Right? I put it on. I'm like, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, you um, can't stop me. I recorded, like, my, like, podcast with my best friend this morning. And she was like, oh, like, pick a place where you'd love to be. So I want you to know I did the entire podcast without looking at myself just, like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that 
an English countryside? Thank you. It is adorable. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. But yeah, the whole thing is like that. <laughs> it was great. Um, th- uh, she didn't let me know, but it was wonderful. I was just like, whatever. Okay. So today is awesome. I didn't even read my horoscope. So it, it's probably, it's probably best that I didn't because I wouldn't have gotten out of bed. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm Corinne. I know you know, I know you know Natalie, but I'm Corinne. We want to talk about you. First of all, we love you. I had to stalk you a little bit to get to know you and we're you're a, you're hilarious and B, I feel like you're really speaking your language. And I feel like you say things that, um, I'm too scared to really say. So (laughs) yeah, you know, somebody's got to stick up for vaginal pH. And if I have to be that girl, I'll do it. If it's me, whatever. And we, the women of the world appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like, like when something's a little off, I'm like, is it me or Jason? Oh, it better be me. Cause if it's Jason, (laughs) I'm like, I take four probiotics a day. It's you. Take you know but I have to learn the hard way you know my doctor was my gyna was like stop coming in I'm like I wish I don't want to I don't want to see you I want to see you either you know so whatever and I got a garlic clove stuck in my vagina twice and she was like I I I had to switch doctors I was like the first time I was like I'll never do it again the second time I was like I did it okay oh my gosh (laughs) oh my god I I I love you Uh, okay wait so I had to I deep stalked you I'm just gonna be honest with you I mean I'm on your I'm on your TikTok I'm on your Instagram I'm on your YouTube I'm I'm looking at it all because I'm like I thought you're gonna be like, I can't believe your mom changed banks. I was like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I have gotten that level of if you're like a potential boyfriend, that's the oh, level of stock that I can get to for sure. For sure. I but I, but I, I was researching you and I just we have very similar stories in the fact that you moved to New York and got a job in advertising and PR, which I did too. I and I was like, I'm gonna be Carrie Bradshaw. And I was just wondering if like when you moved to New York and you were in this life were you chasing these like sex in the city recording (laughs) oh yeah it's happening right now okay okay um I actually worked for Kelly Catrone from the hills when I first moved here that's oh wow and she was like you're expecting this monster she's like literally the nicest person in the entire world I'm like she uses the c word in an encouraging way (laughs) you know what I mean it's hard to come by she wears like a, she wears a muumuu. I don't know if she wants people to know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, she lives above the studio, like uh, above where, so she owns like the building and the first floor, I think she rents out the, the second floor is her office. The third floor is like where she lives. And the fourth floor is like all the clothes and stuff like the show, wow. whatever. So when I say she, she didn't like show up to work in a muumuu, she like was drinking her morning coffee and was like, how's everybody doing? You know, like whatever. And, um, she was the first person. So I cried a lot. I cried a lot, but not because of her. She because was, you're a cancer. I'm tell because I'm a cancer, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I was in New York and like tail is all this time. I fell in love with somebody that didn't love me. Okay. Uh, and, um, I was like in this job and uh, am I freezing on you? Yeah. Yes. Are we freezing? Am on I you? freezing on you? you you're, you're back now. That is so embarrassing. For $82 a month. No, you're not freezing on me. It's me. Okay. Um, I think so. I, uh, I missed home or whatever, but she was somebody who was like so encouraging and she would like make dinner for everybody. She'd be like, Oh, like she, she was like dating this Italian guy. She was like, he decided to make pasta for everybody or whatever. So that was a great experience. And she was, but she was the first person. I knew I didn't want to be in fucking fashion. Okay. I knew it. It just gets to the point where just like, there's gotta be more to life, you know, like, <laughs> there you go. And she was like, you're, you're a killer. Like you're, you're somebody that's going to kill whatever you do. Like you're a fucking killer. And she said it in front of everybody in the office too. So I was like, Oh, <laughs> self-validation. I'm the Stasi right now. <laughs> I can't believe that. It's so crazy. Did you hear? Her? She's so crazy. Um, so when I left, that's I think when I moved to New York, I was expecting to like really find myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't Same. That fucking hard though. <laughs> All right. Because what people don't tell you is that whole montage when it hurts is not 30 seconds, it's four years. Yeah. <laughs> 
for fucking years. Yes. I usually compare New York to like um, a guy I'm dating and I can't tell if he likes me. It's touching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I lived in New York and I lasted a year. I'm from LA and I realized that I'm incredibly soft because of it. And so I went to New York and I made it a year and I had to come home crying. I love New York so much, but it's- it can really wear on you if you're not ready for it. Well, yeah, you wake up every day and the fucking city smells like morning breath. What, like, <laughs> hello? And um, and I think that uh, it's, if you, how do I say this? Like, if you are not 100% in, you're 100% gonna go home. You know, like uh-huh. 100% in. But this is the thing. I'm a Leo Moon. I have too much pride. I had a goodbye party in Miami. I can't fucking go back. I can't fucking uh, go. You just said, yeah. Yeah. It's so I just said goodbye to you guys. And I, so when I would come back to Miami, I'd be like, oh, should I stay? And then be like, we knew you'd come home. And I'm like, my flight is tomorrow, actually. <laughs> bitch. How I'm going to pay rent, I don't know. And I haven't eaten in days. Right. I make pasta every night <laughs> from olives in the bodega. You know, the ones. So the first time I saw a cat in a bodega, I was, I screamed. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. So I think after a while, like the the thing about New York that I love too is that like you big. I've never been to LA, so I'm sure it's you've never. Been How have you here? never been to LA? I don't Excuse know, girl. Me, ma'am. I don't know. I don't know. I've been trying to make rent for seven years. How am I going to go to LA? <laughs> this is true. And I call it LA. Okay. Uh. LA and I feel like every time like somebody who not from LA has moved to LA not a native talks about LA every time they say the two letters and that's a little uh, 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 and then it just ends in like well when I'm in uh, and that's how it ends. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. it gets shorter every time <laughs> every single uh, uh. But it's, I think it's the same thing in, in LA. Like you meet people that you would never meet anywhere else ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever to the point where I'm like, if my mom knew I was hanging out with you, she'd flip her fucking mind. <laughs> like hello, Lindsay Lohan called me a bitch my fourth day in New York. Wow. Wow. That's a I story. That. When people are talking about their stories, I'm like, you think your little Girl Scout badges? <laughs> Please. Yeah. I love it here. I would never live anywhere else. I would never live anywhere else. But, but I did have a tarot card reader like a year ago. Be like, in five years, you're going to move to LA. And I'm like, Jason, we can't buy any more furniture. When was this? How many years do we have? Four. I'm just getting cozy, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll every time he comes home with new furniture, which is pretty fucking often. Like, unbelievable. Have you ever been to a bathroom stall in, like, an um, Outback Steakhouse? That's the size of my fucking apartment. Why the fuck are you bringing in Ottomans? Like, so every time he brings me furniture, I'm like, babe, that's just more for the movers. What are you doing? What are you doing? They got to go cross country now. We got, hello. Oh, my God. He will literally look at me and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just looking at places in Venice. I don't know if that's in our budget. And he's like, fuck Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, it feels so right. It feels so right. <laughs> I've never fucking been there. Amazing. Oh my God. Well, oh, speaking yeah. of transitioning from places, oh, how, did like, you, how did you transition your career from this like fashion thing yeah. where you were like, I'm not doing this to what you're doing now, which is a whole lot you of things. You do a whole lot of things. I do a whole lot of things because I'm a whole lot of woman. But <laughs> oh yeah. A bad bitch of our time. Thank you. I feel like, so I always worked in like some field of marketing. Everything is marketing girls, everything. Okay. Everything is a buzzword, everything. Okay. So (laughs) I remember I just like one day started, so I was working in social media a lot too. Production studios that are similar to like milk or like pier 59, like those kind of people. Mm -hmm. So I would see all of these people who are in magazines, whatever. I did get a coffee next to Gigi Hadid once. And wow, it is ethereal. (laughs) Ethereal. Okay. And um, they were just like always themselves and like so happy about it. And they were like storytellers, like on set or whatever. On set is magic. Okay. I was like a Mm -hmm. wardrobe stylist for like five fucking years. On set is magical. Okay. And they're just like being themselves, like totally that woman in Under the Tuscan Sun in the Fountain, just like, you already know what I'm talking about. It's like beautiful, wonderful. And I'm like, I want to be one of these fucking people. They're just like alive and it, and things just come to them and they're having a great time. And I want to be one of those people. And I don't want to worry about like, is this hashtag going to drive our sale? Like, you know? Yeah. So I started talking to my Instagram stories a lot. I just started like talking about it all the time, just like I'm doing with you guys right now. And mainly about Britney Spears. I admit, I admit. 
The love of my life. Brittany Jean. The only Sagittarius I'll ride for and die for. (gasps) And me. And of course. And obviously me. My blood sugar baby? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I um, yes, you know me. You know me, your little blood sugar baby. My little blood sugar baby. Um, so I started talking in, in New York. Obviously, everybody knows somebody, whatever. And mm-hmm. somebody was like, My friend of a friend of a friend, like totally, is starting a new company and they're looking for TV hosts or something, and you can't seem to shut the fuck up. So you should go. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. I've also met this person twice. I was like, hello, Jessica. It's great to talk to you. And so I reached out to this company. Starter company, starter company, whatever. Starter company. She's 50. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, can you send us like a PowerPoint of what you would talk about? And I was like, whatever. I literally called the PowerPoint shit I want to say and just sent it. And I think I did it in like 15 fucking minutes. I probably did the wrong your there all over the fucking place. Okay. They were immediately like, oh, she's insane. Let's Let's bring her in or whatever. And the night before, they were like, oh, think about some topics that you want to talk about or whatever. And my Super Bowl had just happened. The Met Gala. Hello. Whatever. Obviously. Um, Some people do sports. I do Met. I do Met. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So I was like, oh, I'll just like talk about the Met Gala. And like when they ask me questions, I show up and they're like, oh, we're going to get your makeup done. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) My job is 100% not going to think I went to the doctors, but whatever. Have you ever had eyelashes that are so heavy you cannot open your fucking eyes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Level. Or kind of glued a little bit to the corner where you're like half open. When I see <laughs> like people that have, it looked like I had pink eye. Like it was so, and it was like bright gold pink eye. Like I can't even, it's still on my Instagram somewhere, like this audition tape or whatever. So I'm like realizing as I look around, oh, there are other people auditioning for this shit too. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I had no fucking idea because why would I even think about something <laughs> twice? Like, why would I even in my life? I think I watched like I watched the Hills reruns on YouTube versus preparing for this bullshit last, the <laughs> night before. Okay. I had Whitney on my mind, no one else. And I'm seeing that other people are waiting to go. And I'm like, wow, this must be like a group interview. I'm thinking men in black. Okay. I'm obviously will. Okay. And they're like, okay, there's the timer. And I sit down and they're like, Talk about whatever you want, but it has to be 15 minutes. You're like, easy. Uh, first of all, no, I was really? like, I, I would 15 minutes, talk about whatever you want. And I was like, <laughs> like okay. Um, and then I started with Harry Styles should not wear, like I'm all for everything he wears, but when you wear lace over the nipple, it makes the nipple look huge. <laughs> you know, lining of the nip. So you look like you're just, you're just nipple. You're just all nip. You know? <laughs> and I got into the Jonas, the the Nick Jonas nipple conspiracy. Have you seen it? Hello. No, I've no, never heard of please, it. Please Somebody photoshopped every single picture of Joe Jonas topless with the biggest nipples I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's all over the fucking internet. If you Google Nick Jonas nipples, I'm telling you the silver dollar could never. It's humongous. <laughs> so we started talking about, I started talking about it. And then at the end of it, I have you ever gotten so mad that your ears plug up and you have no idea what the fuck you're saying? Me yeah. every Tuesday. Like, but um, so I don't even remember what the fuck I said. I mean, Katy Perry was wearing a hamburger outfit. I'm sure there was a lot to be said, but, um, I heard them laughing or whatever. And I left and they didn't talk to me for a month. I was, and they, in the email, they weren't like, Hey, thank you so much for coming or whatever. They just sent me the clip. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe I can never go to Harold square again. Like, <laughs> so, and who the fuck wants to, but, um, unless you work at Macy's or whatever, but I'm not <laughs> So, and, uh, then they asked me to, if I wanted to have my own show. And I was like the only person that they asked to like have a show or whatever. And they were like, hire whoever you want. I hired my best friend and all women writers. It was so much fun. Corona happened. So then I had this like following and I was like, um, mind you, my following was like 10,000 people or something like, like a very like niche part of the little internet. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, why don't you get a TikTok? And I was like, what's a TikTok? And they're like, it's kind of like Instagram stories. And I was like, what? <laughs> Okay. Say no more. What? My firstborn? My baby? <laughs> like my second blood sugar baby? Um, so I just started talking on TikTok a lot or whatever. And people like it. And I have no idea. I just, I talk about, I talk all fucking day. One of the most horrifying moments ever was that one of my friends that I hadn't seen in years messaged me and they're like, hey, I just got a TikTok and you're the only person I follow for weeks now. <laughs> oh no. I was like, Dave, you know everything about me. 
all day all fucking day I could fucking die he's like no I think you're doing great and I was like no no way no one from your elementary school should know this much about your fucking life without having to talk to you absolutely not like that very good point well you said too that like one of the biggest things for you was being cool with looking dumb yeah it's my favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> it's something that that- you have it's important this is the thing like I think about it as a kid there were so many moments where I was like I was a nice little fucking kid okay and there were so many moments where the Disney Channel makes it seem like if you stand up and sing in the middle of the class people are gonna love it and I found out the hard way okay (laughs) and there are so many fucking times where I was like having a fucking blast like in my montage okay like similar vibe to when you're on the elliptical with the headphones on okay like or in the shower like music Mm. video yes times of life when I was like I am a scissor gliding on a wrapping paper right now and people <laughs> fucking ruined it people ruined it they're like you look so fucking stupid so I just got to the point where I was like what would I rather do have a great fucking time or would I rather you know like impress Dave like no right exactly you know? So I think we do so many things like from that point of view where it's like, oh, that one person from high school probably thinks I'm really fucking dumb, you know, instead of doing things for you. And instead of, and instead of trying to become that person that you wanted to be, which is like, and the person that I think all women really want to be, which is the person that's just like fully authentically themselves, Mm -hmm. things come to them, they get to just be who they are the whole nine. I know. And this is like, and I don't mean any offenses at all for anybody who's listening, but I do post these videos where I'm just like, who gives a fuck, you know, like, but then people DM me and they're like, thank you so much. I've been meaning to start Monet. And I'm like, that's not for you. (laughs) (laughs) But not an MLM. It's not for you. And I'm like, okay, girl, hope you kill it. And then they're like, actually, I, or would you be interested in supporting? I'm like, okay, it's done. We're, okay, and, that was that. and that's where the conversation ended. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So your TikTok, because it's it's incredible. But on top of just like, there's a lot of like celebrity gossip news, but I feel like you also pepper in stuff about like self-love and self-kindness, which is like why I feel like it's such a great balance of like, you can just follow you because you really give everyone everything. Like you, yes. you really just do it all. Serving us a full meal. But were, were you, you seem like somebody who's super confident and, and that you really loved yourself. Is that something that you've kind of just innately always had or you had to kind of grow into? No. Oh my God. No, 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 no. I was living, oh my God. I almost said living in the shadow. Ashley Simpson fans now. <laughs> But I totally, it really is. I didn't understand for so long that it was, that it was a decision. It has to be like a conscious Mm. decision. So when we think of like cool girl, and I always refer to the gone girl monologue, she's a cool girl. She eats pizza. She's a size two. She loves sports. She's always down. She loves blowjobs, like all that shit. Like also, I think if I said the word blowjob. I think Jason's ears just like perked up like a He's like, what? It's not your fucking birthday. So no. Um, but I I feel like I when I once I realized that like nobody is ever so effortlessly careless or whatever. Mm. Even I have a theory that the people that we see that that are the most mysterious, the most like um like a in the convertible hair in the wind you know mm-hmm. like are just boring <laughs> but they are not <laughs> they are not like these like once you get to know me the the mask comes off no 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 this is it this is it this is who they are <laughs> um, we've all dated that guy where you're like oh fuck i made a mistake like <laughs> So once I realized like, oh, you just have to make a decision not to fucking care. Like you have to make a decision. Like the same thing is like um, a diet. I have to just, I have to know that I'm restricting what people care. Like what I think about when people think about me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I remember my aunt once I was telling her, because it, it's it's different when people that you know talk shit about you too. Like it's one thing, like people that you don't know. Like I'm probably in some group chat in Kansas. Who gives a fuck? You're in Kansas. But like- <laughs> <laughs> whatever but like um like when you think about like people that you know making fun of you whatever um I remember I talked to my aunt about it who's like a yogi but she's like I you cannot walk slowly in front of her she will bitch you the fuck out you know like she's that person <laughs> and I remember talking to her about it like I just don't want people to make fun of me or whatever and she was like is that any of your business and I was like what do you mean she's like it's none of your business it's literally none of your business mm. what people think 
And I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, doesn't it make you insecure? She's like, why would somebody else's business make me insecure? And I was like, dude, you literally make, and I say this to you all the time, like being, I don't care if it's like a delusion. If it's a delusion of mine that I am the main character, it's my movie, bitch. I am Quentin. <laughs> it's it's my movie, like whatever. But of course, so when you said like, have you always been this way? My fiance is an agent for fashion models. Okay. Like, oh, <laughs> and I'm somebody who's like, I'm a, like, people say all the time, you look like Cher. And I was like, I look like four shares. <laughs> like <laughs> what? So I, so like, I don't have like this, like, and these people are like, oh, I hate it. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally not judging anybody, but you're like, when people are like, I'm really struggling to gain weight. I'm like, they're <laughs> talk to me right now. <laughs> Cause I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I'm going to find something to hit you with. It's probably, it's, it's Latte Larry's I'm gonna <laughs> this cup, you know? So these are these people, but they're so wonderful. And you, we for so long make beautiful people in our minds who we think are like so gorgeous into like these like enemies in our mm-hmm. mind or like people that we're competing with when like, I'm sorry. I, I, when I think about all my ex-boyfriends and to think in my mind that they had like a chance with like Alexa Demi, like watch Euphoria all you want, babe. I don't think it's going to happen for you, sweetheart. <laughs> Watch it all you fucking want. Porn, do it up. Do it up. Like, you know? So I think uh, it's, a, it's a decision to like be grounded. And then I totally have affirmations. Like so, all the time I go up to Jason, I'm like, do you think I'm a pretty girl? You know, like sometimes you fucking need it. I always say Giselle Bunchen could be on the fucking cover of Vogue. But if Tom Brady doesn't tell her that she looks pretty on date night, that shit yeah. matters. Yeah. 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 It really does. Hearing it from your partner. Wait, you brought up that like that you know, getting criticism from people that you don't know, that's one thing. But I'm curious that like when you started getting more in front of the camera and doing the hosting stuff and having your own show, like were there people in your life, in your close circle that you were surprised, like didn't support you or like all of a sudden, you know, they were with you when you like, you know, were doing something you didn't love, but when you were doing what you really loved, they all of a sudden kind of fell Mm -hmm. back or were criticizing you. No. Oh, no. I I think- I think if anything, so I have a close circle, very tight knit people of 35 mm-hmm. people. I'm looking at so <laughs> like, hello. So, but I do like, I tell people all the time I cheated because all my friend group, we moved to New York at the same time. So when people are like, how do you make friends? I'm like, you're born in Miami and then you move <laughs> with them. Like, no idea. So I think that because I wasn't, I have never spent a day doing any kind of like media training or like broadcast journalism that I started like doing it because I just try- kind of believed that I could one day. Mm-hmm. I just woke up and I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this shit. And I just want to do, I want to be myself and I want to get paid for it. And I started saying it out loud. Cause I was like, I'm going to pretend that the fucking universe is Helen Keller. Like, and I have to spell it out under the water. I'm the, per- I'm the tutor under the fucking well. Right. I'm going to fucking say it. And, um, I just want to be myself and I want to get paid to do it. And that's it. That's it. And people were like, okay, for sure. Whatever. Mind you, I'm the girl that like, all of Brooklyn to see my tits. I'm that person. Like I go to the bar, show my tits. Like I am coyote ugly and personified, except, except like there's nobody paying attention to me. It's so sad, but whatever. Like, but when I started doing it, people, instead of like switching up on me, a lot of people were like, I think I want to do it too. Like how can oh, I Oh, okay. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then able to kind of blaze the trail. Or I believe in everybody eats culture. Like if I, if you're like somebody who does designs clothes, like I want to wear your clothes. Like if you do sound or photography, like I want you on set and stuff like that. So like I'll, it's community, it's community. Yeah. I think, I think that's all up to the person though. Like if I hadn't create, if I hadn't put myself in a position to be like a safe place where people can tell me those kind of things, if I, if I had switched up on them, they would have switched. Right. Like you never changed. You were like always you, you were just like, you've maintained your energy this whole time. Yeah. Guys, I need Adderall to go downstairs in my building and get coffee. I don't have the energy to switch up. I don't have it it within me. Okay. So I think my, I'd maybe I'm sure bitches I went to high school with were like, look at this fucking, I mean, it. okay. The show that I did was also a live show. So oh, that's a whole nother beast. I've only done a live show once and it's it, terrifying. It's terrifying. And my show was a 45, 30 to 45 minutes, Monday through Friday, 1230. So, and we would start writing the show because it was a pop culture show brand new every day at 8am. And, and then I'd have to be in hair and makeup at by 730. Right. So every day live. So if you wanted to hate on me in the beginning, baby, 
the world is your oyster with my five <laughs> viewers. Like I, I gave it to you. I gave it to you. And my soul would die. Like, uh, please don't watch it. But like, if you look at my first episode that I ever did, oh baby, I, I was like, hi. <laughs> Because That's how it is with everything, though. Whenever you first start something, I'm sure we'll look back on our first episode. Yeah, and be I like, what are we doing? I look back on my first, like, jewelry pieces that I made, and I'm like, what the fuck die? was I doing? Right. But you know what's funny is when I was making them, I remember when I first started my business thinking, I'm going to hate these. In yes. I will look back on this and be so embarrassed for myself. And that's how it is. But you have to just start there. You have to start somewhere and then you have to evolve. I don't know anybody except for my fucking sister. She's so fucking good at everything. (laughs) She's so fucking good. Do you know that she like picked up skateboarding? Who picks up skateboarding? No. Oh my gosh. I've been trying for... 26 one, years. One fucking years. <laughs> like, but whatever. She's so fucking good at everything. Whatever, Laura. I can't fucking stand you. But <laughs> like, she's an Aries. Hello. <laughs> she, the way that I decided I'm going to be confident, she decided she's like, I'm just going to be good at everything. So whatever. She um, just was confident the whole time. She, she is was so, born that way. My sister is so painfully fucking nice that she <laughs> doesn't even understand when you're being a bitch. And that makes you feel like a bitch. You're like, <laughs> it's it, 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 it she's even good at deflecting without even fucking trying the fucking bitch okay but so I always say to myself like when in the beginning of something if I can't get a handle on it I'm like Teffy it took you a fucking month to figure out what bathroom to poop in in high school and in college okay and you need it and and when you get a new job it takes you like a month to find out where you're gonna get lunch for every day for the next three fucking years or whatever like your lunch spots so in order for you to handle like a live pop show maybe it'll take two and that's okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what else you said that I really loved? And I forget where you said, it was like something you were doing, but you were talking about how you you envisioned this version of you that yeah. was like your high, I mean, like as we say, the highest self, right? Yeah. And you kind of wrote out or something, you wrote down like kind of how she was and then you started becoming her, right? Yeah. But that she felt so far away. How did you start to like bridge the gap between who you were then and then who you are now? now doing what you love like gaining the the viewership and everything so I suffer terribly with depression and anxiety right like those are two besties that's Ferris and Nicole right yeah (laughs) and that's us exactly I picture depression and anxiety like the two little evil things in Hercules Mm, yep 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 and they just don't shut up I love them they're so quirky So I suffered, I suffered terribly with it because I was um, like getting on medication is weird. Like it's just finding a good therapist, like trusting somebody, like the whole, like, am I going to be dependent on that? Whatever. So when I was struggling with that, I remember like I'm Eeyore when I'm depressed, like other, it comes out for everybody's different. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to leave my fucking house. Like when Rue in Euphoria doesn't want to leave her room, I'm like, amateur. (laughs) I'm a tour. I just like, I'm a rotter, right? So I started envisioning like what I would do if I wasn't depressed. And at first it's like so sad to think about. Cause Go outside, um, yeah. yeah. So the girl that I would imagine would like get up at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., go to the gym, okay? And it was getting to the point where depression was like affecting my jobs. Like I would miss out work or like not show up for shoots and stuff. Like it was really fucking me up or whatever. I don't know about you, but in the United States, if you say, oh, I have panic attack, they're like, okay, see you soon (laughs) um so um I was like okay so she would go to she she'd be medicated be confident about it and like she'd get a get a grip on her diet she'd eat well but she wouldn't be crazy about it because Mm -hmm. I'm also like I love restrictive and like a restrictive diet for me and acing it feels so good except when I go to sleep and I have a migraine but like the to-do list is so great (laughs) Um, so she's like I was like she has a balance on her diet she's early for work she always looks put together she doesn't have go-gurt on sweater which I did for 20 years <laughs> you know the kid in elementary school it's me it's me polo is blue and it's yogurt it's so I started I started thinking about all the things that she would do like that like so what's the first thing is like I would wake up at the time that this person did so then uh, instead of like going to the gym I would like a cycling class where like you couldn't back out you know right you already paid for it right yes so like doing like the accountability stuff or whatever and then I realized that for like a month or so I had been waking up on time and going to the gym and eating well so I was like 
Okay. What else? So I started like going like that or whatever. I'm like, let me just pretend to be my best self. And then I just woke up one day and I was like, I think I'm being my best self. I think I'm doing it because I've been pretending to be her for so long that I think it's who, who else is she going to be? Right. (laughs) So then they got to the point where I was like, what else would your best self do? And she, and I said like, my best self would be brave enough to say how she felt. And like, Mm. I, that also taught me not to check. I never check how many people watch my Instagram story. I never, I never check it. Mm-hmm. That's I don't need that smart. Kind of- I do that too, actually. Really? Yes. Cause it's stressing it. me out. I won't do it. I won't. And if I do like go back on a story, it's because somebody reacted to something that's old. And if I see the number, I'll never swipe up to see who watched it. I, I won't cause it doesn't matter. There's nothing I can do about it. You right. Know? Right. And then you're also doing things from a genuine place. Like you're doing it for you because you love it. Let Then as opposed to like, how many views am I going to get and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it changes the whole perception of what you're doing. Yeah. I, I think so. When people ask me, it's so cute. I get like these like freshmen in college, like girls who are like, I want to do what you do. I'm like, you are going to go through four different things before you figure out what you want to do, but okay. And they're like, how do I start? What you do? And I'm like, you need to start like creating content, but And it's the first thing I would say is like the moment you start posting for views, people will know. People can smell it. People Mm -hmm. can smell it when it's not from like a place that you enjoy. You're just doing it because it's a trendy song or a trendy pop culture title or something like that. Like there's so many people that are like, when are you going to talk about Lindsay and Aaron Carter and Hilary Duff? I'm never going to talk about it because I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. it was a great episode on Lindsay McGuire. I watched it. (laughs) Yes. Jealous as a motherfucker though. Did you love Aaron Carter? Okay. I love them so much. Me and my cousin, she's like one of my best friends still, but like me and my cousin, we both loved him and his Aaron Carter, like house party music. Aaron's party. Yes. I'm familiar. I'm familiar with his work. (laughs) And she, the girl that he likes in the video was a blonde and she's blonde. She turned to me and she's like, see, Aaron Carter likes blondes. Oh, You're dead to me, bitch. But (laughs) Oh my God, that is so funny. I had a shrine to him on my wall. I would like cut out pictures of him and put put them on the back of my door. I am ashamed to say that that was me with Justin Timberlake. He has done disgusting things to my Britney. Disgusting. (laughs) I would practice kissing on him. And my mom was like, why is one part of your photograph on your wall like becoming less and less with the covering or whatever? And I was like, your fucking business! Should have said, hey, um, your business is your business and yeah. not mine. So. <laughs> because we're making love, mom. <laughs> so yeah, the moment that you start posting like for other people, mm-hmm. I hate it. I, sometimes I watch like, so TikTok like shadow bans people so quickly. I love a bad word or four. So I'm shadow banned all the fucking time. Like I think <laughs> I'm like every time TikTok is on its period once a month, I'm shadow banned. I see other people who creators and I can tell they're about to be shadow banned. I can see it when they start like growing rapidly, really, really, really fast. Like the the creator that you check that has like 40,000 followers one week and then you check and they ha- they're a hun- at 100K. I'm like, they're about to be shadow banned for sure. TikTok Wait, is what not is like that. shadow banning? I don't even know what that is. Shadow banning is something that is never confirmed. But if you have a, a large following or if you look at your videos and you're getting uh, anywhere from like 100 to 200 to 300,000 views a video and then all of a sudden it goes to 6,000, 7,000, 10,000. You have been either reported too many times, like if you say anything about political anything, mm-hmm. like asking to get shadow banned or even banned. If people report you too many times or their computer system, like their data, whatever it is, picks up on that you're cursing a lot, you're saying words like only and fans or like anything like that, you're being controversial in any way, too much or any kind of nudity or anything. I was wearing a tank top without a bra once and they banned me for like 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> Insane. When my, I have great tits like how dare you <laughs> so shadow band is like no they're no longer promoting your videos they don't show it to anybody even, no one even if you're following it's like very they're yeah. just not you're not daddy's favorite anymore you're not, <laughs> not. so it, it takes it goes it goes away it goes away like i think i've been shadow banned seriously like four times now but you can't stop <laughs> you can't kill me <laughs> you can't kill me I also don't give a fuck. I'm at the point where I'm just like, I can recognize screen names or whatever. Like you, like I know, I know, I know who my people are. I know, you know? So, but I can see people who like really want to be like big creators and like, when they see people growing really fast, they like push out a lot of videos. Like for example, like driver's license, they'll use it in every single fucking video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really driving content, really, really driving hashtags. Like, 
and I've learned some TikTok tricks on how to get out of shadow, shadow banning. And sometimes I'm like, I should DM them, but it's not my fucking place to be like, I've noticed. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I've noticed nobody's fucking with you anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, like a, the, the, the community guidelines are like fucking insane. But I've, so this is the thing you have to, this is what I've learned, girls. <laughs> this is for the girls and the gays. Everybody else out. Okay. <laughs> But if you want to like blow up on TikTok, I've created a formula in my mind that I feel is foolproof. Okay. Wow. So in every single fucking video, you have to use the same hashtags that live in the same realm. Okay. So it's like mental health, spirituality, self-help. Like those are the same realm. Right. If you're talking about dating, men, boys, dating, dating TikTok, messy TikTok, whatever, you have to live in the same realm. Not every single video can be hashtag because in TikTok, what? It's like that fucking eye in War of the Worlds, like checking mm-hmm. in the basement to see if Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning are there, right? <laughs> so it's like, they'll know, they'll know. Okay? This is all run by fucking computers. Okay. So they'll know what you're trying to do. They'll be like, you're trying to blow up. Stop it right there. Okay. So you got to do that. Then as soon as you make a fucking video, you have to check when people are watching your videos the most too. But I have a friend that gets um, certain celebrities get packets from TikTok every month on what to do if they want to blow up. And they said, if you want a video to do really well, it's either from 10 PM on or between uh, 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. As soon as you fucking upload that video, you close the app and you don't check it for five hours because TikTok wants you to come back to the app. Okay. It wants you to come back to the app so bad that it's going to email you. You have 700 notifications. You need to come back, bitch. Because why? You're on the motherfucking for you page. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I feel like we're really, we're really getting the tea on it. I, I have so much time on my hands, guys. <laughs> funny we were just talking like earlier today about how we do not understand tiktok and we're like how do these kids make a it takes me an hour to do a 30 second tiktok which oh longer than an hour i'm like how do i how do i do i don't know how to do it i do first take i do first take and i put it the fuck away because i know because you're and because you're back to your core thing which is authenticity and that you can smell when somebody's trying to get viewership for the viewership and not because it's like a message that they actually like they're truly even before I knew you or had spoken with you before um, we were sisters yes before we were sisters um I had some of your videos like literally saved to my phone so sweet because there were things that you were saying where I was like oh shit this girl knows like what I'm thinking and and a lot of this same things we've been talking about which is like being a self I mean we would say you're a self-love advocate wow I'm putting it on my business card SLA baby yes LLC um but but really you do have good messages and I think they are resonating with so many women of our age Mm -hmm. one thing we've actually referenced it on a different episode where you said you said if you've gained weight during this pandemic it's okay because like you've changed the whole fucking world has changed world yeah and like that's okay and then it was like yeah that is okay you know it's like so I think that you just putting out what's in your head onto the platform Mm -hmm. is so much more valuable than I I'd rather see that than see if I have to see one more girl dancing to whatever I'm gonna just straight up I do that though no but (laughs) yours are cute though I can't believe it. Because also you don't do them for clout. You just I do them genuinely love dancing. Yes. It's so cute because mm-hmm. I, I think that for three weeks there, every day I said it's time in my day to try to learn that fuck ass renegade. What the <laughs> fuck? I, I can't. My, my 12 year old sister had to teach it to me. So that was not great for my self-worth. I'd have to bring up age. <laughs> what is that? You know, so I, so I was just talking about this with my best friend too, about like um, confidence, because it's in order to instill confidence in people or to inspire people to take a chance, you need, they need to know that you have like their hand with it. Right. Like I always think of uh, like, um, what's his fucking name? Who was um, Rocky Sylvester Stallone yeah. mm-hmm. holding on to that lady's hand with the tightrope you know what I'm talking about when he, mm-hmm. they're doing the over the mountains or whatever and he's like I'm not gonna let go he lets go okay but 
<laughs> it's not his fault. But I like, I feel like I, I want people to know because for so long, this is the thing. My mom growing up, she always, whenever something happened with a boy or whatever, she would make it about me, not in a negative way. She would say like, okay, so what are you going to do about it? Not be like, well, he's a dick. What an asshole. No, 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 no. Cause she was like, it's not my place to like, everybody's going through something. You know what I mean? But like, how are you going to respond to this? Mm. And she always used to say like, silence is a message or you can learn from this or like, what are we not going to do again? Like things like that. She was very constructive that way. And I realized that it took me so long to like use the tools that she had fucking handed me. Okay. <laughs> in my, she put it in my mouth. She was like, here's this fucking wrench. And I was like, no, you know, um, but she had handed me so much, so much wisdom. And when I started TikTok or whatever, I started seeing all these like self, like confidence people. But what I hated is that, okay, I'm sorry. If you're five foot 10, a hundred fucking pounds, blue eyes, blonde hair to your ass. And you're going <laughs> to tell me to love myself. <laughs> Like sh- shove it up your ass. Of, cor- of course you. Of course you're fucking confident. Of course you're fucking confident. Like, t- but you know, if she were to say like, I had such a terrible time in college, you know, like, and this is how. Like, tell me, tell me how you did it. Not just like remember, say your daily affirmations. Well, okay, <laughs> I could have given that a Google. That's on Pinterest, babe. Like, what do you, you know? So I, uh, I think that the whole thing too about TikTok is like kids feel really alone and. <laughs> I'm a child of the internet, but when I say child, I mean 15. These kids that like literally have never known a life without Snapchat, a mm. life without um, a Snapchat filter. Or an iPhone. An life iPhone. without an iPhone. The way that they don't even know, the way that I screamed when Mario was in color and these motherfuckers, <laughs> their, their screams were just always tappable. Boy advance. If I wanted to say, mom, pick me up later, do you know how many buttons I used to have to press? Excuse me? No, <laughs> that bitch is coming to pick me up because by the time it's sent, she's in the driveway, okay? <laughs> But like, I think about all these like ways that kids like really want to be like perfect all the time. And I suffered with that too. Like this perfectionism thing. That's like mm-hmm. not fucking real because perfect to who? Perfect to who? Everybody poops, you know, like that <laughs> whole thing. So I think that, I okay, I didn't ask to be any, anybody's big sister. I would have just liked to been, you know, a friend, but like everybody, same age, you know, that would have been cool. But I was in a meeting once and somebody was like, how did you become the grandma of YouTube? And I was like, this meeting is, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I think that you know my sister hears people my brother my sister read comments where they're like you're the big sister of my dreams and they're like they don't even fucking know how annoying you are and I was like oh you're so lucky guys <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so yeah, I think that there's a, like, um, a, a thing on TikTok where it's like, I'm a kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I really want this boy to like me. I've already practiced our signature with my, with his last name on. I was like, been there, <laughs> done that bitch. Okay. I've tried to do Sobe. My fiance's last name is Sobe and I'm from Miami. Hello. <laughs> Incredible. It just doesn't work out. It's not, it's not looking pretty, but everything else that I've ever been through, I'm like, okay, how can I take this? How can I take this experience and make it work for like a 15 year old girl in Kentucky who's like gotten her heart broken and she's driving around her car in today's version of Fix You by Coldplay because I'll tell you. <laughs> In the music video. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. When they're like, if I could fix you, I'm like, oh, but he won't let me. (laughs) Uh, So bad. So I think people just want to be more understood and they want to come from a relatable place that doesn't come from like, in order to feel better, make sure to get sugar hair bear. Yeah. Yes. 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 They're like marketed all fucking day too. Like all day we're just marketed. Like can like we just want to have a real fucking conversation. And I'm sorry, when you're 16, who wants to have a real sit down conversation with your mom? Like nobody. And that's who you're fucking stuck inside with, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah. But I didn't know that teenagers are going to be my people. I didn't know that because they well, scare me. They, <laughs> oh, they scare me so they bad. They shit out of me. Well, I have I, two sisters who are 12 and 13, so I'm constantly scared. They're so <laughs> intimidating. When I see them like at the store uh-huh. or something, I'm like, they're talking shit about me. I know it. I know, I know- shit about me. Like, you guys are assholes, but do you think I'm cool? Yes. yes. I'm like, please, but please like me though. And like I sometimes I have my mask on. I'm like, oh, this is my dorky mask. Like, <laughs> yes, like, oh, these kids. I know. Or like with the TikTok stuff, I'm like, God, they're so much better than me. Like, they're so like, oh, they're just so much more advanced. 
Also, the way that they put on makeup. I, they don't, they will never know the pain of having a a quote unquote, a full face to me in seventh grade was taking eyeliner and smudging it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like that. And uh, putting on the- uh, The dream matte mousse. Yes. (laughs) Who? Why? Why did I, whatever. So, but the way they can contour, they can bake. I Googled baking last month. I'm not proud. (laughs) I'm not proud of it. I know. There's so many things. Yeah, so many things. So many things. Well, speaking of teenagers, and I know we have to wrap this up because we're running out of time, but what would be, like, if you had to give yourself advice for, like, teenage Estefania, Right. What would you what would you tell her? Oh my God. And Stop. would you ever dream of being where you are right now? Okay. Did teenage me. This? I don't know if teenage me thinks if I'm cool or like bitch, we, what happened to the plant? <laughs> you know, like I don't know. So sometimes I do shit and I'm like, okay, teenage me would think that's fucking cool. And that's when I'm the happiest. Like when when I can think of like the times that I was really, really sad or really confused or like, oh my God, I don't think I want to be a nutritionist anymore. Like all that <laughs> fucking crazy shit. That makes me happy. But if I could go back and it's so hard to say to teenagers because it's marketed to them so much and like, it's so exciting, but I would say don't fucking date, dude. Don't fucking date. It does not fucking matter. You should start dating. And like when people are like, I've never had a boyfriend, I'm 22. And I'm like, that's literally perfect. That's literally perfect. All you're doing, all you're doing by dating as a teenager is making making sure that you have like a sense of humor because the trauma is so significant you find no other way to fucking cope yeah <laughs> that's all like uh, don't fucking date don't have a boyfriend go out with your fucking friends I, oh, this is gonna be terrible fuck people who can like literally have sex with them be a whore be a slut safely safely and do it because you want to not because they want to you know right but nothing fucking matters and you don't have to have anything figured out until you're like 26 ish you should start like thinking about it before that girl work at the hair salon go out till six in the morning (laughs) and just figure out who you are yeah do what you like do what you like because before you know it you're doing what your parents it's like fucking years you know Mm -hmm. and my computer is so fucking embarrassing it like (laughs) won't stop Wait, you're so embarrassing. What, Verizon is scammers. <laughs> scammers. <sighs> Don't even get us started on scammers. <sighs> we have so oh, many no. that we think about all the time. Yeah. Bank of America. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bo- My mom calls it BOFA. I'm like, stop trying to make BOFA happen. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but ladies, thank you so much for your time. Yes. I feel like I, I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> you gave us so, so many good one, just tidbits, but also just like, I think really the theme was like, we're not that confident and you are so confident. And I feel like we're just absorbing all of your wisdom. Yes. Taking it in. Has anybody ever told you that you look like Naya Rivera? No, but that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. I feel like right now I can see what you're saying. Like when I look in the Zoom. Yeah. Maybe on Zoom. Yeah. Maybe I can see it with that. Maybe your, your hair up like that too. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, I think that you guys come off super, super confident. You guys have a great podcast. You should be super proud of it. You know, a lot of people have a lot to say and they never fucking do, but you guys do. And it's so fun to do it with your best friend. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's so fun. Wait, plug yours real quick. Que pena, right? Que pena, which means how embarrassing where we just, my best friend and I read other people's embarrassing stories. We talk about ours and we talk about shows that we're watching because we watch like totally different shows. But the best part is when we guess other people's zodiacs. It literally makes my life. Oh wait, guess mine. Because now you know mine. You know, you, even though you trashed me a little bit. A Sag. <laughs> I am a Sag. A Sagittarius. Um, I think that you are. Hmm. You could guess her rising too. Yeah, because... I feel like she might guess my rising. Because that's always guess my rising. Guys, please. <laughs> We're putting her on the spot. Okay, so I want to say, are you an Earth sign? No. Fucking A. Is your rising an earth sign? No, I have no earth in, in, in my chart at all. I have no air. I'm stuck to the ground. I'm chained here. Okay. Um, <laughs> literally. I was like, I would love to be free spirited like once. Jason's an Aquarius. I sometimes he's in, he's in bed and he's looking over and I'm like, what do you, he's like thinking of other women? He's like, I wonder if aliens pee. Like, whatever. <laughs> uh so you're an air sign then. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're a Gemini. No, I'm an Aquarius though. I feel him. <laughs> Aquarius women are the biggest overthinkers ever. I wish you would free yourself though. Like Aquarius (laughs) women are so concerned with 
so much all the time. All my Aquarius friends, mm-hmm. and then they're so concerned. They have so much to say, but they're overthinking everything that they just sit there and they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that I feel like is a good description of me. Yeah. Okay. So your rising is air too. No, it's, it's water. It's water. Are you a rising Pisces? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. This is, this is drugs guys. This is drugs. <laughs> Whatever. Now we know all of our signs. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. We love you. Yes. We love we you right back. All my personalities in me. <laughs> and people can catch you on everything at Hello Teffy. Right? Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. All yes. your, all your, all your plugs. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you've really got great advice for girls of all ages, and you're, you're helping people. The grandmother of YouTube, y'all. <laughs> yes, the grandmother of YouTube. All right, guys. All right. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Wow, that was. <laughs> that is hilarious. She's so funny. She's... I feel like my face hurts actually from just like laughing the whole time. I hope I actually talked. I don't know. I I wanted. Did to... I ever speak? Because I was just laughing the whole time. I was laughing so much. I wanted to tell her that she should do stand up. Like she actually should. She should. She should be writing. I hope she's writing this stuff down because she could like really be a, a great stand up comedian. She's she really like, could. She's so funny. Okay. So funny. <laughs> Anyways, well, I hope. We hope that you guys feel more confident to live out loud and to show up online authentically as yourself. Yes, because, you know, and she brings up very, very good points, which is people can really tell mm-hmm. online now, I think, especially when you're being real or when you're just being like a clout chaser or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do put things out that you really love or like even like my comment where I said I, if I see one more girl dancing on TikTok I'm gonna die it, it is I do feel I don't even put you into that category because when yours come up I'm like oh my god these are cute they're fun because I can tell that you like are having a fun time you yeah, know what I mean it's all about just being doing what you love doing what you love and, and not being confident what people yes think not at caring all. what people think which is obviously easier said Oh, it's so easier said than done. But we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. And Nat, let's let's circle back on the wine that yeah. we're drinking. Wait, this is what the 2017 Flanoir. Oh yeah, Flanoir. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. And let's intro our what our hottie of the week. Our hottie of the week is somebody that we truly love. Like we yes. really love her so much, and it's Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa, and okay, can I be honest with you? Yes, I loved her so much, and then I saw her dance and like I said I love to dance I was disappointed I was like oh man this girl can't dance yeah but then you just told me that she made a video of herself making fun of herself and now I'm like I love that she can't dance yes she made a whole video on YouTube where she was like here's how to dance and then it was like basically (laughs) making fun of herself for not knowing how and I love her even more for that. Okay, yeah. So now that she's self-aware, I'm like, okay, I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. And she's like super fun, funky, like great style. And and I feel like that works with, with Miss Taffy. Oh, it totally does. So take a little sip. Tell me what you what's your rate what's your rating? Hmm. I don't know. I don't See, in my opinion, this is a very solid Pinot. Okay. Like I feel like it's a very solid, like you really can't go wrong with it. I'm liking it. Okay. So what's your rating? Eight and a half. <gasps> wow. This is the first time that you've given a higher rating than me, I Ooh, think. Ooh, wow. I don't know. It's a little like a little strong for me. So I was going to oh, say- interesting. I was going to say a seven. Okay. So it's like a- 7.7. I can't do, especially after the math. I mean, after the alcohol. You did, you did 8.5. I did seven. So it's like a 7.75. Wouldn't it just be an eight? No. No. It'd be 7.75. Okay. 7.75. That's what it is. That's, <laughs> someone, it is what it is. Someone is in their car <laughs> doing the math like these Sm- fucking idiots. I know. <laughs> Smashing it's clearly. <laughs> okay. So we're just going to say it's a 7.75 regardless of the math. Regardless. To do a Lipa. <laughs> and I think that's a great one. I think it's a great one. Okay, so this is the time of the show where we do a little wrap-up game just to decompress. Mm-hmm. And today we're doing Who'd You Rather, which 
we don't do often, I don't think. Really? I feel like we do it a lot. Oh, really? Oh. I don't know. I really don't know. It's the wine. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but you, let me, let me hear what yours. Okay. I'm really confident in mine. Okay. I'm excited. Because you're normally really witty and I get very intimidated. Mm. Okay. Don't <clears> be intimidated. <throat> mine, mine's not very witty. Okay. So here's my Who'd You Rather, Natalie. Okay. Who would you rather? Willy Wonka Ugh. or Jack Sparrow? Oh, are you kidding me? Jack Sparrow. Oh, whoa. I mean, Willy Wonka's really your vibe, nah? Excuse me? <laughs> Willy Wonka okay. is the scariest person alive. Is the scariest person alive. Are, and you, are you talking about J- Johnny Depp Willy Wonka or Will? Or... I'm talking about OG Willy Wonka. Oh, you're talking about, uh, why am uh, I blanking uh, on his name? Oh, G- uh, Wild- Gene Wilder. Yes. I, I, okay. Even scarier, if can I'm being I, can honest. Can I make my case? Can I make my make case? Your, yes, please make your case. I just feel like he's flamboyant, but not in like, a, like you know, I feel like he likes women. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's flamboyant and funny and like kind of out there, but in like dresses really cool and like as confident and a little silly. I just feel Mm-mm. like, okay, whoa. No. Well, I, I misread the room and I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> 100%, 1 million percent, 1 trillion percent, Jack Sparrow. My Jack Sparrow might have been one of my first crushes. I thought okay. he was so hot. Oh, my God. I mean, I can see you liking a man with a little bit of eyeliner, and I see A that. little edge. Yeah, yes, okay. a little guy liner, perhaps. That's, that's, that's my bad. That's my bad. Well, you know what? We will do a poll on Instagram, and we'll see what you guys – I'm very curious to see if anybody <laughs> thinks that Willy Wonka is – over Jack Sparrow, the Gene Wilder version with the crazy ass hair. Oh my God. Okay, are you, are you ready for yours? Yeah, I'm ready for mine. Okay, so yours is going to be hard oh, wow. for you personally. Okay. This is a personal okay. one for Chris. Okay, okay, okay. Who'd you rather? Gotti? I'm going to bring in my real crushes right I now. I know. Gotti from, well, I just know him from the Snapchat, from the, uh, what, what, what even is it? I already it? know who the other person NBC? is. Okay, so Telling, okay. on the count of three. One, two, three. It's Neve. Neve. Okay, so Neve from Catfish. Okay, let me just explain to the listeners because they don't know who these people are. Juan Gotti is a news anchor um, for, I think, NBC News. Mm-hmm. And I have a big crush on him. So Joe knows about it. So he's totally fine with it. He's okay with my crush. He's okay with actually both these crushes. They're some of my biggest crushes. Neve is the host of the TV show Catfish, mm-hmm. who I'm also in love with. Mm-hmm. They're um, both married. So off the market. Okay. I also have a boyfriend, so off the True. market. It's tough, but it's also easy. It's absolutely Neve 100%. That's what I figured. That's yeah. what I figured. Absolutely Neve from Catfish 100%. <laughs> and interestingly enough, we have ran into Max several times in the wa- just like out and about. Yeah, we but never Neve. And Neve lives in New York. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Neve lives in New York with his wife, who I love, who's Laura, who I also follow. Anyways, it's getting weird. But um, I do love both of them. <laughs> and that was tough. That's tough. All right. Well, but Neve. But Neve. Very hairy chest. Extremely hairy chest. It's okay. I'm glad you can get <laughs> past it, though. Okay, well, thanks Thanks for tuning into this episode of Am I Doing This Right? And we'll be back next week with another episode. With another episode. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends. Yes, please rate and review. It really helps us grow, and we'd love you for it. And we love you so much. See you next week. See ya. Bye.